Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Keeping It Kayfabe podcast. I am Greg. And I am Dangerous Dustin Dynamite. Or actually, I am Mega Greg. Sorry. Mega Greg. That's right. Got to stay in character here. We're keeping it kayfabe <laughs> after all. That's right. Can't be breaking I character like that. All right, so we're going to jump right into it because we got a lot to discuss. We're going to be talking about SmackDown, Rampage, a little bit of Slammiversary, Raw, and Dynamite, which actually kind of a, a lot of a lot of shit's been going on on all of them lately because of all the cross-promotion stuff. And I guess you could call it a big return on WWE, but let's let's jump into SmackDown first here. So let's see... Uh, I got for my notes on SmackDown. I well, it opened with McMahon coming out, and <laughs> I guess addressing the the talk about him lately and what's going to happen with him. But he did officially step down. I mean, that happened. So, I mean, he just put his daughter in place. But he yeah, uh, basically, basically just came out there and said the company motto: "Now, forever, or then, whatever. Then, now, forever. Then, now, forever." And then he said, most importantly, together. I uh, I actually saw a meme today, and I posted it on our TikTok, and it was talking about what if Vince McMahon just comes out now every single week and just gives like a random fact <laughs> about <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny. I'd... Like, because, you know, he came out on Raw, too. So we'll get to yes, that. Yes, he did. Uh, so Riddle makes his entrance after that. I mean, Vince McMahon's thing was really quick. There's... Not much to say about it other than he does not seem worried at all. Yeah, he's he's Teflon. You so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go with it being a private shared company and or a publicly shared company and everything now. So, we'll we'll just have to see how it plays out. Yeah. I guess I guess infidelity is not really something that's heavily frowned upon in today's age, so The problem with it is is the money. If the money was if it wasn't his money and it was company money, then that's a problem. It's, uh, it's, it's ethically, not criminally. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people that are like, yeah. oh, he needs to go to jail. And I'm like, he's not going to jail. It's not. Yeah, he problem. didn't break the law. He, he didn't, didn't break do the law. He used, if he used company money, it's, it's, you know, it's an issue because it's publicly traded yeah, and they but... force him out that way. But I, I doubt anything happens to him i don't think anything's really going to come of it honestly i think it's going to be one of those things that just kind of fades away over time but uh i don't really want to spend too much time on it because there's not much to really talk about there other than just accusations at this point i really just want more to come out on it before i say a whole lot about it i agree but uh your boy riddle came out did a did a promo i i ain't gonna lie his his promos was kind of annoying me <laughs> well you're kind of like over the randy stuff yeah it's like i'm like riddle be your own man now stop get off randy's nuts it'll I happen mean, it'll I mean, happen when randy comes he's back. using all of his fucking moves i know p- people have been complaining about that too i'll tell you something actually the moves thing doesn't bother me what bothers me is michael cole like for example, when whenever Riddle's having a match, and then Michael Cole will chime in with something like, "That's vintage Orton." Or, yeah, he's got to like make it a known thing. Like we don't already know what that he's doing. And then, Orton. like after the fact, he, he he chimed in and he was calling it vintage Riddle. I'm like, it's not vintage Riddle. He just fucking started doing it. How can it be vintage? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> Michael Cole sucks. I've never liked oh, Michael God, he's Cole. so horrible. I've never liked him as a commentator, ever. He's such a tool. I, I just, I don't care for him. McAfee's grown on me, though. I wasn't a fan of his style at first because I thought he was being artificial, but he's not. He's just a fan, so I'm I'm, I'm down with it. Plus, he's an Indiana guy, you know. Yeah. Indiana. Got a root for him. But uh, what what do we have next here? We had a uh, Madcap. Oh, oh yeah, Madcap Moss. I'll say this about Madcap Moss. I wish I cared about Madcap Moss as much as the fans of Minnesota do. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I was just like, whatever. I, I, I usually like go get something to eat whenever this whole. 
I've never, I have not, this feud has not intrigued me at all. It, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's boring. It was boring in the beginning. The, it's, it's still boring. I don't know why they're continuing on with it, but Mad Cat Moss could probably be something good if they just wouldn't waste, waste him on such bullshit. But he's got a comedy gimmick. Yeah. And, you know, they love those comedy gimmicks. Uh, then, uh, I mean, after that, we had, uh, Drew McIntyre come out there, and I guess he's going to feud with Sheamus now. I mean, they've kind of been hinting at that for a while now. Don't you feel like that's kind of a waste of Drew McIntyre, though? I mean, I've been talking about, I mean, we talked about that earlier whenever they had him come out with New Day, and they were calling him Big D. Yeah. I'm like, is really what they're going to do with this guy? Like, he's a big dude. He looks like a wrestler. He's powerful. Like, Yeah, he looks amazing. He looks he, like I someone who'd be a champion. Yeah. He's he should be up there feuding with Roman or something. He should be he should honestly be like that. He should be the one that when his music hits and they cut and he comes out, whoever he's going against is like, oh shit. Yeah, but, he, he's just a joke. Like, like I said, apparently they were teasing him being in taking over Big E's place in the new day, and then now they've shifted to this thing. Have you ever Sh- did? Have you ever done a comparison? side by side of how he used to look back when he was in WWE the first time compared to now. Yeah, I've seen some of the stuff. Man, and then what, TNA, uh, TNA or something after that. For yeah, a talk, talk about someone who bulked up. Yeah, yeah. He got huge. That's something a lot of the AEW guys need to they need to call up Drew and be like, hey man, what'd you do? Because I need to need to get on this. I need to be on that stuff. Yeah. There was some uh, controversy about that with Booker T. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, you said he recently talked about how small about he. Adam Cole. What? Uh, yeah, we had the Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Another feud that just no, doesn't. Nobody matter. cares about it's. I yeah. Don't care. Skipping past that because nobody gives a shit about it. It's it's sad to see how how Jinder Mahal has fallen to yeah. back to obscurity again. There was uh, some backstage stuff with Sami Zayn. Did you want to talk about that? Uh, I, I probably missed it. Oh, you talking about when he was like standing by the door and stuff? Yeah, he, he came up to the door and he was all nervous because you know he's Riddle's got a he's the reason that Riddle gets a title shot. So, yeah, uh, he's all worried, man. He, he he loves being a member of the bloodline. I don't know. I like Sami Zayn, but he gets on my nerves sometimes. I don't know. I, I love Sami Zayn, but like, he's I don't know, man. Yeah, he's he's another one of those guys that's a comedy act when he should be a contender. I'd love to see him get a world title, though. Honestly, that maybe I feel like he day. deserves it. When they decide to stop giving it to part-timers. Exactly. Two years at a time. All right. Well, I, for for those of who for those who actually give a shit about the women's division, we had uh, the Money in the Bank qualifying match, Raquel Rodriguez versus Shayna Baszler. I didn't watch it. I'll say this, though. <laughs> I've always liked Shayna Baszler. Like, I liked her character in NXT – I liked her character at the beginning, what they did with her on Raw, uh, when they brought her in initially, but they still made her kind of a badass. But then they, they like ruined her character too, because like, I don't know. She, she has a good look, man. She, even though she's smaller, she just kind of has that badass look for, for a female wrestler. Yeah, she definitely has the look. I I don't like clicking on me again. She like comes out and flexes her back muscles, but she doesn't really have any back muscles. <laughs> like, what are you flexing? What are you showing? Like they're not off that here? ripped up. So, what what am I looking at here? I thought, I'm like, okay, cool, but like, she's always talking about her back, and I'm like, I don't see it. We're, we're sitting there in the crowd together, and Raquel Rodriguez comes out, and starts flexing her back muscles. Me and you look at each other. We're like, I guess we're impressed a, a little. As long as I don't we're looking at. As long as I don't have to hear Ronda Rousey cut a promo, I'll be all right. Uh, Ronda Rousey. I don't. Who is she feuding with now? 
Uh, oh yeah, N- Natty. Yeah, N- Natalia. They're facing each other at Money in the Bank. Sami Zayn will face Shinsuke Nakamura, and Shotzi will face Aaliyah. So yeah, it was a. Uh, uh, that that's like next week, right? That's when we're gonna have Zayn versus uh, Shinsuke. Yeah. yeah. Is it is coming up t- uh, tomorrow actually? Which they used to be partners, so that should be interesting. I maybe who knows? They'll probably screw it up somehow, but. I mean, All right, on to on to the main event, undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship, Riddle versus Roman Reigns, with the Usos and Paul Heyman, of course. It actually was. I was a little bit afraid they were going to squash Riddle, but they, but they did what I thought they should do, and that's put Riddle over without him winning. I don't know if it was you or someone else I was talking with where we had a discussion about like uh, wrestlers who are good in ring, <clears throat> and um. I think they tried to. I don't know if it was you, but uh, whoever it was, they downplayed Roman and said he's not that good in the ring. Like, oh, no, that because he, because he uh, does you know a lot of the same moves over and over again. He but used like, to not be good in the ring, but I'll say, uh, I'll say I'm, I'm impressed with how far he's come along. Because I, I, lo- I love when he's mouthy, like when it, when he in the middle of a match when he does something and he starts mouthing. Yeah. I, I love that stuff because to, to me that's what you need to be doing as a heel. You need I mean, to I can't remember when Roman was just like a stiff dude that could barely wrestle. And now, I mean, I was like, damn, because I'm pretty sure that's the first time I've seen him actually wrestle. So I still don't like that he kind of jacks off his hand every time he does the Superman punch thing. Though, though. You don't like that? He like cocks it real quick. Something, Something's getting cocked. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the match was good. And like I said, Riddle showed out so i was definitely marking out the whole time and then we got a then we got the big fucking surprise man oh yeah the big surprise what what was it tell us what the big surprise was fucking we get to see brock lesnar and fucking roman reigns for the (laughs) seventeen thousandth fucking time this is true but at the same time i mean it's they always like do good. I mean, I mean it's always entertaining. It's for ticket sales. I mean, that's. I mean, they don't really have any options right now. Kinda. I mean, I don't know. They could be like AEW and just you know book things within a month. But just uh, someone feuding with Roman. But yeah, Roman. Uh, Roman defeated Riddle, of course. Yeah, and everybody knew. I mean, if you thought Riddle was gonna win, <laughs> yeah. Well, not, uh, watch wrestling. We'll 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 know we'll know more in the future of Riddle. I told you what my prediction is with that uh, when we get to Raw here. So uh, next up we got AEW Rampage, which I don't have a whole lot to say about it honestly because I thought the show was, was mostly shit. It was like so forgettable. It was. And what's funny about that is um, the dynamite before that was just like awesome full of stuff for forbidden door and stuff and then rampage was just like meh it was like here's some here's some matches that have nothing to do with anything here here's the thing so we open up with dante martin versus john moxley and immediately i was annoyed because i'm like why <laughs> john moxley is one of your biggest stars and you're who wants to see him have a match against dante martin is there anybody that wants to see I, that that's the kind, of, but that's the kind of shit AEW does, where they're just like, "Oh, hey, here's this random match that makes no sense." <laughs> like, what was that? What I mean, there was no Dante John Moxley interaction at all. And then here, here's a match though. Is there anybody in the world who thought that John Moxley was going to lose that match going into, you know, Forbidden Door to face Tanahashi? No, nobody. You're not gonna make Moxley lose to this young up-and-comer. So, like, what's the point of the match? I uh, I don't know, dude. At least put him against somebody that you believe is going to beat him or at least has a chance to beat him. But And they they did nothing to build Forbidden Door, which we'll talk about that when we get to Dynamite. But Yeah, we, uh, we had a couple more matches as well. We had uh, Jade Cargill. She uh, defended her TBS championship. I like to watch her wrestle. So I do, I do just because she's hot to me. Are you going to put in your application to be a baddie? 
I think I might. They're looking for a new baddie. So honestly, to tell you the truth, the acclaimed is probably the only reason to watch Rampage right now. Yeah, and they had a match. Uh, they the did. And the Ass Boys versus some jobbers. But yeah, it was uh yeah it was Ma- it was Max Caster and uh the Gun Club or the Ass Boys as we call yeah. them versus <laughs> Bear Department. Bear County, Bear Bronson I'm... and Bear Boulder with and Leon Ruff. I love when these guys come out <laughs> with, like we, you've never heard of, but the announcers are like, "It's Bear Country," oh, oh. and I'm like, "Who's Bear Country?" Like I I like I'm not hating on like so... indie wrestlers, but it's like okay. Don't act like you know who these guys are <laughs> or like we're supposed to know who they are. So let's let, let's pretend you're trying to sell somebody on AEW, right? And you come to them and you're like, oh, man, the, you show them the acclaimed and you're like, they're like laughing. They think it's funny. You're like, oh, yeah, I like this. And then you're like, oh, man, yeah, they had a match against Bear Country. Yeah. This guy named Bear Bronson, Bear Boulder, and Leon Ruff. They're going to be like, huh? Who? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't. I I don't get it. The show ended with Darby versus Bobby Fish, and then we got another surprise return of Sting. Woo-hoo! Oh man, I'm so excited about that. Let me tell you. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Sting. I like that he's still in the business, but like, he's not a big return. They made it. They made it like it was Brock Lesnar coming out. <laughs> Like the match between Dar- Darby and Bobby wasn't bad. It was it was a decent match, but I'm just over Darby, man. Like I've never really been that into him. Fix your That's clicky, good. buddy. There you go. What is that? What what's what's the clicking? I don't know. I think it's your cable. Like wiggle your cable on your mic. There you Better? go. Yeah, it's, it's gone. But um yeah I, I just I'm over Darby. It's Yeah, I I was like thoroughly not entertained by Rampage at all. I I, I found myself getting distracted a lot and just me doing too. I, I was actually playing WWE 2K the whole time I was watching it, so <laughs> <laughs> had to had to get those universe guys downloaded, man. There's lot, lots to do. Yeah, man, dude, that, you know, that's what I was, I texted you earlier. The fucking load times is what fucking is the most irritating to me. Oh, yeah. I I told you, like, sometimes you'll go to download a character and, like, you'll wonder if the game is actually stuck because of how long it's taking or. Like, I didn't buy a PS5 so I could wait for fucking shit to load. That's the whole point, right? That's, it's a, it's a problem with 2K in the games. Like, the. That's what made uh, 2K20 so unplayable was stuff like that. And it looks like they some of the same problems are, are still sticking around. I mean, just to go in and put like the new pose got pose on your on one of the creator wrestlers takes fucking five minutes because of the loading. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and state that uh, the result of that match was, uh, I think, Bobby Fish won or no, Darby won, didn't he? Here, let's yeah, see. Darby. Let's find it. Yeah, Darby won. Darby won that match via pinfall. I was trying to remember here. I had to go to my notes. Came out and, That's how and, forgettable it was, man. Like, it's like, I, you know why I couldn't remember who won? Because it doesn't fucking matter and nobody cares. That's why. Well, I'm I mean, here. they did. Okay. They did set up for, uh, they did. Well, no, I don't know. They did that on Dynamite. So never mind. Yeah. All right. Well, we had uh, Impact had their big pay per view this week uh, with Slammiversary. How was it? It was an all right show. They they we had the X Division Championship they, where they do that the X match where you know, have you ever seen that where they uh where they do the, the, the climbing the yeah the X cross yeah. ring and they're climbing I forget the Ultimate X match I think is what they call it. Uh, Ace Austin all ended up losing that match to Speedball Mike Bailey, which so so Ace Austin doesn't have the X Division no, Championship no anymore. X Division Championship anymore. But uh, it was, it was what you would expect from those matches. If you've seen one, you've kind of seen them all at this point. The only other thing I had really noteworthy to talk about was a uh, Sammy Callahan versus Moose. That was actually a good match. I think you would like Sammy Callahan, honestly, if you watch more of him. He's 
He's the most he's one of the most entertaining dudes there in Impact. And Moose is great too. Yeah, I need to check out Impact. But uh there, there's a lot to not like in Impact, and then there's a lot to like. It's it's weird. I actually think they have the best women's division though. I was gonna say a lot of people say that about Impact is that they have the best women's division right now. Yeah, they they got a. Uh, their, their women are they look good and most of them can wrestle so that's all that's all you need for a good women's division yeah sammy versus moose was like a uh what they call a monster's ball match which is, is basically that, it's just like a hardcore match honestly so that okay so this was that was the match i saw where they were like beating the fuck out of each other with yes kids. yes like, like seeing who could hit each other the hardest and yeah bro was, i saw yeah, I saw like a bunch of clips of that match. It looked fucking rough, dude. It it, it was good, man. It it was really good. And I was uh, Sammy ended up pulling it out by like giving a moose like probably twenty pile drivers because <laughs> his crazy. finisher is a pile driver, but he never beats anyone with it on like one go. Jesus. Yeah, I saw that match. They were beating the fuck out of each other the whole time. Another noteworthy one is the Briscoes. They had a match against the Good Brothers. Yeah. They uh put the Impact Tag Championships on the line. The Briscoes. The Briscoes look like they rob your house. The Briscoes are scary looking, man. Those are like dudes that like I don't want to come in the club cuz like if they come in the club they're already being rowdy before they get in there you're like, "Man, we should probably just leave, dude." Are the you Briscoes done? Are you, like dudes that good for the night, man. I see. <laughs> like no, no, they're the dudes that like not when not that come into the club. It's like when you're leaving the club, they've already left, but their their car is parked right next to yours, and they're still out there just hanging out. <laughs> and you don't want to go to your car because of it, because they might say something to you. <laughs> yeah, like man, these dudes might kick our ass. Let's like I'll tell you what, I'll I'll run out there and get in the car real quick <laughs> and drive and pick you up. But no, nah, uh, but uh, the Briscoes are great. Good brothers are great. The match was great, but the um, good brothers ended up taking those belts back. Well, which that's... I kind of expected to happen, honestly. So that means uh, Carl Anderson is a double champ now. He's got those Impact Tag Titles, and he's got that Never Open Weight Championship from New Japan. That's right. There, a little bit happened after the match where like people came out. James Storm and Chris Harris came out to the ring. So there's going to, I guess they're going to be the next people to feud with them. Are you familiar with Don West, by the way? Uh-uh, no. He's like a guy who's been, uh, been, he's like a commentator. He was on Impact for a long time. He's been with other organizations as well. But like he's, uh, he's got like this, uh, really bad case of lymphoma. Huh. So, uh, he's, like in really bad shape, but they're like, did a GoFundMe for him and such to try to collect money to help him pay for it. Cause I guess he's pretty much already sunk all his money into medical and shit. Damn. Figured I'd mention that since, uh, it is impact. And he's like, he was like a big part of impact wrestling. Go, go, go fund Don West. I don't, I don't know if it's still going actually. Cause that was like, uh, couple weeks ago i think it's already ended i think they met their goal though so that's good well that's good there was an impact originals match that i didn't really give a shit about honestly it's a bunch of people that people like nick aldis frankie kazarian chris saban i mean all all the people in it were good but like have you ever noticed like sometimes when you have matches like that if there's too many people involved it like it's hard to keep interested because it's just too much too much going on. going on you're trying to follow everything yeah no you're like wait i like this guy but i like this guy but he's beating the shit out of someone else i like it's it's too many <laughs> damn people no it's like fucking it's like that blood and guts match is probably gonna be <laughs> i'm scrolling through the uh things here the uh, yeah the only other thing that was noteworthy about slammiversary i really want to talk about is, uh are you familiar with josh alexander at all their their tag their heavyweight champion uh, I've heard the name, but that's probably about it. He's basically Kurt Angle. I oh. think of him as like the modern day Kurt Angle. His style, kind of the way he looks, everything about him just screams Kurt Angle. Nice. But uh, 
he uh, actually had again had a match against Eric Young. They had they have this rivalry. It's been going on for weeks, and uh, it was a damn good match. Actually, I, I would go back and actually watch that one. It's worth worth watching. That one, the Briscoes match, and the uh, Sammy Callahan one are all matches. If you want to go back and watch, definitely check them out. But uh, Alexander ended up keeping the title. After Eric Young pile drove him on the fucking wood of the mat, because at one point they did the thing where they peel back the the oh, ring and they expose the wood. Man. Yeah. Ouch. So he like he pile drives uh, Josh Alexander on it. Then Al- Alexander's finisher is like a pile drive type maneuver as well. And that's how he ended up beating him as he uh slammed his head onto that damn wood, man. Jesus. Finished him off. The C4 spike is what he calls his finisher. I couldn't remember it. That's that's a pretty cool name for a finisher. But that's it for Slammiversary. Now on to Raw. <sighs> Monday Night Raw. We got another appearance from Vince McMahon to let us know about John to Cena. To let us know he's not scared. He's I ain't a, never he, scared. He wanted to remind everybody that uh, that John Cena was coming back next week like anyone really cares or or everyone didn't already fucking know since they already announced it weeks prior i'm I'm telling you man vince just needs to come down every week and and give us a fun fact (laughs) what's it gonna be next week what's up ben uh so yeah so that's so that opens with uh with bianca belair coming out to let us know that yet another injury has plagued the wwe and Rhea Ripley is out now. Yeah, she's injured, which is problematic. Yeah, dude, the injuries lately, man. Like all the companies are like losing everybody. That's what I was telling you. We were talking about that earlier about how um, it just seems like the injury bug is just fucking running rampant through wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you got Punk and Danielson, and yeah, Punk's Daniel. out. Danielson's out. Bunch of NJPW guys are injured. Bunch of why can't Eddie Kingston get hurt and disappear? <laughs> because he doesn't do anything that would get him hurt. <laughs> That's right. All he does is like spinning back fists. People around. <laughs> you have to actually be able to do wrestling moves to get hurt. So. Uh. Then we have. As a matter what? of fact, my Eddie Kingston insult of the week is Eddie Kingston looks like he always smells like onions. <laughs> You got to come up with new ones because yesterday you said he, or last week you said he smelled like old gym socks. Yeah, I'm sticking with the smells right now. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with these smells. And once I, once I wear out my smells, then I'm gonna get to something, to, get to something else. Well, he, he also looks like a dirty dish rag, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben. They, Judgment Day is wrestling on main event now, so yeah, yeah, Judgment so Day. Fucking faction, huh? Team uh, was Balor and Priest was on the main event. Oh man! You know they could still do something with that faction without Rhea. You know I what mean, they should do with it? Change the name of it because the name is stupid. Yeah, the name I Judgment don't, Day. The name's dumb. And don't they have a pay per view called that? Or they used to? They had one. That's what bothers me about it so much. It's like, wait a minute, you just can't come up with anything. You just take the old pay per view name and create a faction out of it. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. So uh, the show opened with a Bianca promo. And I got... The promo was fine initially. But then every single fucking woman from the WWE locker room comes out and says their piece. I swear, man, music just kept hitting and someone else kept coming out. I was... I got so annoyed with it. I just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. I'm going past it. <laughs> Once like the fifth chick came out, I was like, fuck this. I'm done. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, there we go. There's the Eddie Kingston insult of the week. Eddie <laughs> Kingston looks like he sleeps in a couch next to the dryer in his mom's basement. <laughs> yeah, he definitely looks good smart. one there, Ben. Appreciate that. Uh, what, do you, what do you got to say about uh, anything anything on Raw you want to touch on? Just, I don't know, the 
they it looks like they're gonna either they're putting Riddle on the shelf or something. They fucking got him. They've had him get squashed by Omos. Yeah, that's that's what's weird. All right, so Omos beats Riddle in a Money in the Bank qualifier match, which you would think Riddle would take that, and then Rollins comes out. And like him and Riddle oh, yeah. have like a back and forth, so I, I now him and Riddle are gonna feud, but I already know how this plays out. So here, here's how this is gonna play out: like him and Riddle's gonna have a feud. Riddle's gonna challenge him for his Money in the Bank spot and win it, and then he's gonna be back in Money in the Bank, and he'll probably win the damn thing. That'd be nice. I'd like to. That's see that's it. the way if that's the way I see it playing out. Honestly, just based on how I've seen these things before, but. That would mean Rollins loses again. Yeah, but the thing with Rollins is like they can pretty much put him up against anybody and just throw him in a feud that's going to be fine. With Riddle, he's still a rising star. Rollins is a name. Riddle's still like making a name. So Yeah. I just don't like Seth Rollins. Like We body. actually just discussed it, Ben. Uh, the only thing that we really talked t- touched much on in that was uh, the Briscoes versus the Good Brothers. Um Sammy Callahan versus Moose, of course. And then uh, the main event, Josh Alexander and uh, uh, Eric Young. All in all, Slammiversary was okay. I thought it could have been better, but it didn't dis- It didn't disappoint. I'd give it a – if I had to grade it, I'd say C, a solid C. Uh, then we had Jey Uso versus Angelo Dawkins. Well, what it is, Ben, is his look. He looks lazy. That's that's what annoys you. <laughs> yeah, I used to the barefoot thing bothered me too. Um, then, well, we after that we had uh, we had. Well, hold on, pump- wait. I'm not done with the riddle thing, actually. Okay. Um, well, after the, well, no, I told I told you about how I think it's going to play out. So actually, I'm done with that. So. Yeah, then we had uh, Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory posing uh, down again. Oh, God. Bobby Lashley. I skipped it, dude. I skipped it, and I didn't even fucking note it. Like, because it was that stupid to me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I'm over that shit. Then we had Jey Uso versus uh, Angelo Dawkins. Well, Bobby had a match after that. He defeated Chad Gable. Then he defeated o- o- Omos. It was Otis a qualification, yeah. It was Otis Gable and then Theory, and then he beat them all, of course. And he gets a he gets a U.S. Championship match at Money in the Bank. Yay! Then Jey Uso and Angelo Dawkins, which is fine. No, that was that was later, wasn't it? Well, I, according to this, it was no, no, no. Actually, it was before. Yeah, you're right. And then, uh, then we had the Miz TV segment. And AJ oh Styles. yes. Said that the Miz had small balls. Yeah, that's going to be an ongoing thing now. We're going to talk about Miz's balls every week. <laughs> it's like it was funny once, and that's their uh, that's the WWE's attempt at um, go uh, at non PG stuff. Uh, then he had a match with the Jobber Champa. Oh yeah, AJ Styles did, which actually the match wasn't bad. But it just didn't make any fucking sense. Like, Champa's so he attacks good. AJ. Yeah, Champ is really good, man. They I don't just, know why they're using him as enhancement talent, as they call it. But because uh, Vince loves to bury anybody who was successful in NXT. And then we had, for the one thousand five hundred and sixty ninth time, in the main event. Well, wait a he, minute. You kind of skipped a big thing on Raw here. Did I? Yeah. Did I? This was the Raw that we got Zeke and Elias together. Oh, finally, for the first time. Oh, oh, yeah. That was the best part about Raw. That was the only thing that I really fucking paid (laughs) attention to. Exactly. How did you like it, by the way? How did you like that segment? I, I, dude, it was fucking great. I loved it, man. (laughs) And then I made a TikTok of, uh, of Elias's, a close up on Elias's beard and how fake it was. And all these people are like going. There was a lot of fun back and forth on TikTok about though they're the they're not the same people. They're obviously brothers. You can obviously tell. And I'm like, no, no, they're not. Oh God, man, you're really like breaking up now. 
right, you got it. Yeah, you're good. All right. I'm having some technical Yeah, it's 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 still it's still messing up. But um I'll go ahead and talk about like yeah, I loved it, man. Especially like their back and forth, like when they were sitting on the couch. They, yeah. I was like, man, this is so good. I, and it's really that, the only good thing about WWE right now to me. So then so Eli, then Elias performs and KO was not having it. He comes oh, no. out there and he loses his shit. <laughs> Hell no. And then Elias fucking kicks him, knees him in the face. Then they tease that there could be a third brother, Elrod. Oh, God. What would you do if there's a third brother next week? See, I, that's where they'll fuck it up. If they start doing that, then they'll fuck it up. Well, when they had the, uh, when they showed the, the match card, because, you know, KO is going to face whoever shows up, he said. Yeah. And they they had a blanked out uh, character for the Elrod guy, so I don't know if he'll actually be there or not. I I love Kevin Owens in the back just losing his shit over it. Yeah, I love that. Kevin Owens is a national treasure, man. He is. He's a national treasure. We have to say that every week. So yes, he he is a national treasure. I mean, if he ran uh, for office, I'd vote him into everything. Yeah, same. Me too. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I missed that part, but yeah, that was like the only good, the best part of Raw. That's why, because I, I was dreading talking about all the rest of Raw. Well, I know, like, I know, like, we've seen it a thousand times, the Oscar versus Becky, but I will say that out of all of them that we have seen already, this was the best match out of all their matches they've had so far. Yes, and and I watched it from start to finish, so. I mean, it was, it was never- a re- it was a really good match. We've just fucking the, the two people we've seen together numerous and times. And it's already. like uh, you know, you can have a lot of matches against each other, but can we do like can we spread it out a little bit? Because we've had like Becky Oscar has been the main event like almost every week on Raw. Yeah, I mean Oscar won, so maybe this is finally it. I don't know why. I don't know why they want to do this. Becky hitting rock bottom fucking storyline, but that's they're they're running they're they're sticking with it. I'll say yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if she'll ever. I don't know when she's gonna win again. Yeah, uh, that 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 pretty much wraps up Raw though. Um, Dynamite, AEW Dynamite, which in my opinion was probably the best show of the week. Well, what grade would you give Raw? Wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, the Kevin Owens stuff maybe saves me from giving it like a, an F. So maybe like a D plus. I get, yeah, I, I agree with that about a D plus because I mean, well, maybe, maybe a C minus. And reason being is because, yeah, maybe C minus. I because can, I, AJ versus Tampa was good. The oh, yeah, Zeke stuff was good. good. The Miz segment wasn't bad. I mean, there was stuff to like there. It's just the show's so fucking long that. I, yeah, please. God, can we just not have three? We don't need three hours of Raw. We don't. Rampage not... gets an F, and SmackDown gets like, I don't know. SmackDown gets like a, a C. Okay, so we opened up Dynamite with Brian Danielson coming out and addressing his status right now. Which is injured. Yep, he's injured, which is a head injury for him, which is never not good. I think they're just being cautious with it. I don't think it's that bad. I just don't think they want to take any chances. But so now, since he was going to face Zack Sabre Jr., which is a match I was really fucking looking forward to, and I'm disappointed it's not going to happen. Now he's going to handpick somebody to face Zack Sabre Jr. Who do you think it's going to be? Uh, I don't know. I've heard. I've, I have no uh, idea, man. What what I've rumors have you heard? Morrow, uh, Johnny Gargano. Uh, Is Johnny Gargano released? Yeah. Oh. Um. But, but I don't know, man. That. What about what was the who was who was the one you said? Did you say Cesaro? Cesaro, yeah. He's released. WWE released him. Yeah, he's been released. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Or he's like out of contract or something. He's like a free agent. Um, and then the, whoever you said 
was uh, one that I've heard too. John, was it John Alexander? You said Josh Alexander. Yeah. I, I see to me that would, since we're doing the forbidden door thing, that would be the best option for me because Josh Alexander is straight up a technical wrestler. And he's well, like, like I said, he's the next Kurt Angle, but I don't know if he's close to Daniel Bryan or not. They're also going to, whoever it is, is also going to be with them for blood and guts too. Hmm. I don't blood know. And blood and guts. But, uh, I mean, I can't wait to see who he chooses. But that's not where it ended because after he made his address to the AEW crowd, then we hear Zack Sabre Jr.'s music hit. And here he comes, the greatest technical wrestler on the planet right now. But he didn't say he didn't really say anything. He just came out and was like, yeah. Well, he was mouthing, but you know, he, he, he I don't know if you caught it, but he did call him a dickhead. I yeah, told I did. You he always calls people dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> you'll like Zach, man. You'll like his style and you'll like how how he works in the ring. He's he's an interesting character. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good stuff about him, so I'm looking forward to uh watching him wrestle. Wrestle. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by that. I can't wait to see who it is. But you you were talking like if they're trying to get us pumped for buying a pay per view, shouldn't they announce that shit before? Now, no, they're trying to make it it like, well, you're gonna have to buy the pay per view to find out who it is. Not like I'm gonna be not be on the internet, uh, and it's gonna pop up. You know, exactly. It happens. I thought it was fucking stupid. I think they should have. And honestly, this whole thing has really honestly I think they fucking fucked it up because they they should have been building this for months or at least pushed it and pushed Forbidden Door out farther past Double or Nothing because they did almost nothing to build this until after Double or Nothing. And then they had basically did three weeks of building. And then they throw all these NJPW guys in expecting these other casual fans to know who they are. I don't know. I just thought they. Well, there's a reason they can't do that. Kind of a shitty job building the pay per view. The reason they can't push it longer is because the G1 is about to start, and a lot of those guys that's in Forbidden Door are going to be competing in the G1. Yeah, well, maybe they should have like thought about that before they scheduled it, so they could build. Because I think this is was an excellent opportunity for more people to get exposed to New Japan, but. A lot of people, from what I see, a lot of people are like, well, I don't know who the fuck these people are, and then they're going to be in a pay-per-view, so it's like, okay, cool. I don't know. I I think the people definitely know who they are because of the pop at the end of the show that we'll talk about. But um, So, yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm still looking forward to the event anyway because this is the first time we've had a cross-promotion like pay-per-view like this in a long time. No, I think it's cool. Like I, I'm all about it. I just think they could have done a better job building it. So, so do you want to confess your love for Will Ospreay now, so the world can hear it? I mean, I just love any time that dude walks to a ring. <laughs> I, I love the way he wrestles, dude. I love how he fucking oversells stuff, and just. Like when fucking Orange Cassidy hit him with that one DDT and he just did like the, like he, like he kept his arms stuck out and like he does like any, just, I don't know, everything he does. I'm in love with him. He did, Ben. But um, Osprey's great, man. I, I was telling you this before when I was trying to get you into New Japan that I told you, I think the two best wrestlers today, like as far as like the total package is probably Osprey and Jay White. And I and then like and that. then you throw Roman in there too because I can't you know discredit Roman but and uh, I think my text to you was that was a good little match because that was exactly what it was a good little match it was yeah. entertaining it wasn't anything too crazy they gave they gave us a little preview of what uh, Orange Cassidy and and Will Osprey match is going to be like which change I noticed changed a lot of people's opinions because a lot of people were like. Even me was kind of like, well, what the fuck? And you were like, no, nah, don't sleep on it. And I was like, okay. And uh, and now a lot of people are like, oh, well, maybe this is going to be a good match. So It's going to be fast. It's going to be fast-paced, I can tell you that. 
I mean, I, I thought they all put on a hell of a fucking match last night. So, a lot of fucking high flying shit. And... It is kind of funny though that Osprey has lost every single match he's had in AEW since he's been there. Well, he beat Dax. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did beat Dax. That's right. He did beat Dax. And but he has lost every tag match. Every tag match he's in. Every tag match. But he's not the one getting pinned, so it's not as bad. Really, it's it's worse for Aussie Open because they're the ones that have lost two matches in a row. That's true. They ain't doing nothing to build those guys. And then don't forget, uh, we had, you know, all friends wrestling. We had to have uh, a few people come out to the ring, you know, after the match was over. Yes. Uh, Jeff Cobb and and uh, United Empire and... Uh, uh, Rapongi Vice. Yeah. Yep. They, they had to come out too, you know. But uh, so, and then they. Well, to, I mean, yeah. Rapongi Vice is what they call Beretta and Rocky Romero, but <clears throat> like the other people. Oh, FTR came out. Yeah, FTR. That's who came out. Their music hit. They did get a pop though with their music hit. Yeah. Let's see. All right. Next up, we got oh, yeah, Christian that. Cage's promo, which was actually really good. I, Dude, I was impressed. I love this. Okay, because I, you know, I was a huge Christian fan back in the day. Oh yeah, me too. Back when he was heel, away from Edge, and he was a heel, and he never really got over in in WWE until he went away and then came back. But uh, so a lot of people forget about how good he was as a heel, and uh. And that he reminded everybody last night who the fuck he is. Because that promo was fucking awesome. It was a great promo, and he had a little jab in there at your boy MJF. He did. He jabbed at MJF, and he even mentioned <laughs> Jungle Boy's dead daddy. I know. That was fucked up. I was like, oh, man. <clears throat> so, yeah, he went full-blown fucking heel. Luchasaurus came out, and they did a little back and forth and then he whispered something in luchasaurus's ear and then uh i don't know what do you think is going to happen with that think he's going to join with christian now or you think he's gonna well i I told you when this whole thing went down exactly what was going to happen what's going to happen is luchasaurus is going to be by jungle boy's side he's going to say that he's siding with jungle boy and he might even you know have a little few interactions with Christian to where he like, you know, hits him or something, whatever, like, you know, beats him up. But ultimately what's going to happen is when jungle boy and Christian have their match, Luchasaurus is going to turn on jungle boy and cost him the match. That's what I see happening. Well, I don't, but, but I mean, it already kind of looked like Luchasaurus was already forgiven Christian. Cause when he, they roll, when they come out the ring, he goes, we good now. Well, no, because that's that's what they got to do. They got to make it look like Luchasaurus is conflicted. That way, when he does choose Jungle Boy, it's that big. It's that's you know that's yeah that, that much makes... of a a bigger deal because you know he's like, no, we've been friends. I'm you know I'm 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 a ride or die with this guy. Then the crowd's like, yeah, you know, fuck yeah. And then then he gives him a big giant dinosaur kick at some point. <laughs> Uh, all right. After that, we had the me uh, too bit. I think Cobb is very underrated. He's actually really good. He shined in last year's G one. So if you want to see a lot of Cobb, watch last year's G one. Uh, after that, we had the All Atlantic Championship qualifier with Malachi Black and Penta. All right, hold on. I got something I want to say about this. How many? You know what? Let's just call him Penta. You you called him right, Penta, because he changes his fucking name every other week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I actually accidentally downloaded like three versions of, of Penta on a on a on two K, and I'm like, wait a sec, this is the same guy. He's just in different clothes. And then I was like, wait, this one's the same guy too. And I ended up just deleting. So now we it. have Penta Oscuro, or Oscuro, yeah. however the hell you say it. Then it was like Pinto L something or another. And then before that, it was Pentagon Jr. Yeah. It's just too much to keep up with, man. I'm just calling him Penta from now on. He's Penta. Uh, But uh, the match was good. Dude, I I love Malachi Black's entrance. His solo entrance. Yeah. It's it's so badass, man. And that music, like once he hits the ring and it's just all the screaming. Yeah. 
Uh, he uh, moves Mount- around in the dark pretty good. I gotta say, to jump up on the yeah, on the ring post and then to get into the middle of the ring, I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah his entrance is uh, probably the best one in in AEW, honestly. He he won that match, by the way. Malachi Black did end up beating uh, Penta. And then uh, Matt Amiro made an appearance on the video screen saying that all he wanted was his God, his gold, and his gorgeous wife. <laughs> I actually liked that. I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. But... And he's going to be the Redeemer. He's gonna... Yeah, that's right. He so... says that he will walk through the forbidden door and he will drag everyone with him. Everyone. That means you too, Dangerous Dustin. <laughs> I'm not worried about Nero. I'm not so worried back, about <laughs> So back from the break, there was a video package with Warlow. Yeah. Talking about he's been waiting three years for a shot at the title. Okay. I mean, he's going to win it, obviously. So. I like I Warlow, but I, I'm ready to, like, I'm ready for him to get pushed now. Well, you did get a treat. I don't think you're familiar with this guy, but uh, we had a- we had Adam Adam Hangman Page come out for a match against the last real man, Silas Young. Well, I, I heard I so I heard a lot of talk about this guy and how he was uh, apparently he's been Adam Page's like rival for a long time. They put on a hell of a match. I was. Uh, oh yeah, Silas Young is good, man. He he, Silas Young is funny though. He's like one of those guys that doesn't look like he'd be a good pro wrestler, but just is. He looks like a like a bigger version of my dad. <laughs> That's exactly what he looks like. He looks like he looks like somebody's dad. He's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck this shit. I'm gonna go have a match with him then. Yeah. Talking about my son. So he goes and. Puts on his last real man trunks. <laughs> yeah. Goes down there and Adam or uh, Adam Page ends up winning the match. Yeah. Boring ass Adam Page. And then uh and then we got Jay White coming out, Adam Cole coming out, and then we got the appearance of the night. The coin oh, yeah. drop. The coin yeah, drop. That coin drop, and man, that crowd went fucking nuts. The crowd went crazy, man. And I saw something that was somebody said, uh, somebody said, somebody was complaining about the build for Forbidden Door, and then someone else countered with, Okada doesn't need no fucking build. He <laughs> <It> doesn't. <laughs> I was like, well, obviously not with that pop he got when he, when he came out. Cause that dude is legit one of the best wrestlers in the business today. Like in ring work, man, he's he's almost perfect. So, what do you think about the Fatal Four Way? Are you excited about it, or are you kind of upset that it's a four way match? Refresh me as to who's in it again. It's going to be Page, Cole, Jay White, and Okada. See, uh, I, I would have rather just seen Jay White against somebody in a singles match. But, I mean, I guess it's fine with, with him being the champion. They don't want to start anything, I guess. And it's fine because he's going to be, like, leading into the G1. So, I mean, it makes sense. But it's weird when I see New Japan guys in four ways because New Japan doesn't really do triple threats in four ways that often. Yeah. It's, like, a very rare thing. I've never been a huge fan of that match type anyways. Like you were, it's just too much shit going on. Like triple threats aren't so bad. Like, yeah. But like once you start to get beyond that, then it's hard to keep up because you're like, well, who do I watch here? Do I watch Jay and Okada or do I watch you know Cole and Hangman? Like you know what? Who who do I? Who do I watch? Who do I root for? What's the match I want to see? And then you're like, oh wait, it just fucking changed up. Now it's you know Jay and Cole and. Hangman and Okada, so it's it's just hard to keep up with. There's not a whole lot of storytelling going on in those matches. No, exactly. That's probably why I don't like it because I'm all about that. That's my the thing I love most about wrestling. Uh, then we got Tony Storm versus Marina Shafir in a match that had no purpose really, um, but it was a good match. I really like a. Uh, 
I really like Tony Storm's finisher, and I wouldn't mind her doing it to me anytime she wants. Uh, basically, she just runs into the corner of the ring and throws her ass into your head as hard as she can. Well, here, here's the thing. Like, the segment with uh, Jade and Athena. So, like, we're in the back first, and we got Jade and the baddies. Oh, I and, forgot about that. And, 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 you know, Jade has to cuss. She's You know, she always says she's that bitch. That's right. Which, which she's been doing that for a week, so I don't have a problem with it. Then we go to Athena, you know, her little thing in the ring, and she has to drop an S-bomb. She has to go out there and say, you know, shit. Man, I feel like a lot of the AEW wrestlers like are kids who got a free pass to cuss for a day. So they, you know, they, they intentionally like say cuss words. that doesn't seem natural to them. Well, they had to, they were, a lot of them were in WWE and they weren't allowed to cuss. So now they're allowed to cuss. That's exactly what happened. They got but their like, free I mean, J- Jade already did that. So like Athena coming back, you know, and saying shit kind of seemed like, you know, like a try harding. I don't know. I, I kind of thought it was funny how they were, how her and Statlander are making fun of Jade's promo. What did she say to Tony at the end every time? Shit. Um, remember. Yeah, I don't remember neither. But they did the same thing back. It was fun. And they did it funny. I love Chris Statlander. She's probably my favorite woman wrestler in WWE. More so than Tony Storm. Everyone seems to think Tony Storm is the hottest chick in AEW. I don't know. She is. She's hot too. She is. She uh. She kicked Marina Shafir's ass. Yeah, she did, dude. That. But I was talking about her finisher. That finisher, and I don't know. It looks like it fucking hurts. I don't know if they just do a really good job of selling it, but like she did it to Britt Baker the week before, and I was like, fuck. It looks like she's knocking their fucking head off, and they're sitting <laughs> in the ring, so their head's just like right here. And when she hits them, their head fucking snaps. And I know that they're doing a good job, probably doing a good job selling it, but it looks fucking real. I, that's that's what they need. Lucky Orange Cassidy. Uh, backstage, we got backstage thing with a uh, Darby and Sting. They addressed yeah. their Forbidden Door match. Dude, their fucking name that they came up with for their team or whatever is so stupid. You know what, what is it is. It? No. The dudes with attitude. That's what Darby Allen and Sting are calling themselves. And whoever else they're wrestling with two NJPW guys. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. The dudes with attitude, bro. So how uh, long do you think it's gonna be before we see Sammy Guevara and Ty Connie just have sex on TV? <laughs> I you know, I I I I can't stand that shit. <laughs> I know you hate it so much. It so I had to bring it up. <laughs> Especially their match at Double or Nothing where they were just making out the whole fucking match. Like, stop fucking doing that. It's oh, stupid. It's, well, look, man. He has to pause in the middle of the match to go and, you know, exchange some tongue with his girl. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I don't know. Uh, And then after that, we got... The main event. Oh, wait. Well, Thunder Rosa came out. But who cares? Um, then we got the main event. Jericho and Lance Archer versus Tanahashi and Moxley. John Moxley. Uh, another very solid match. Uh, it was okay. I just felt like it was a kind of a boring main event. Like a filler. Yeah. Uh, I think they, I think, uh, Moxley won, right? Like, honestly, I think, I know they wanted to throw time. What they should have probably done is did like leading in the forbidden door had Tanahashi face Jericho in a singles match and Archer face Moxley in a singles match. And they yeah, do well, something yeah. to where like they don't, you know, it ends like in some kind of DQ or some shit like that. Speaking of which, is there even such thing as disqualifications in AEW? <laughs> is that a know. thing? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen somebody get disqualified in AEW. Is every match a no disqualification match? It seems that way. Maybe they just don't end matches that way because it's kind of a lame way to end them. Um, but uh, yeah, 
Moxley and Tanahashi won. And then we had, you know, all friends wrestling. Oh, you mean to where every single fucking person in the entire roster came out for a run in? Jesus. Like, why do they do that? Every week, dude. Every single week. Every week. It's like, fuck. And it's funny because I text you and I was like, hey, well, at least you won't have to see Eddie Kingston tonight. Because I was I was sure there's no fucking way. No, he was there. And sure enough. (laughs) He came came out of there with his fucking stink fumes following behind him. Running like a toddler. Running like a toddler. <laughs> like, I, you, like, do we have? You don't have to end every show with a fucking brawl with a locker room brawl. That's what know? I'm saying, man. I hate that shit so much. And honestly, I don't know if it's like just because there's still all the guys involved in this match are still in that like fucking Jericho Appreciation Society, and then like Blackpool Combat Club and Ed, Eddie Kingston's crew, which I really fucking hope is over after blood and guts like can we please do something different uh i'll say as a whole my grade for AEW was probably just a solid c as well yeah i think it was i think it definitely was the best of honestly man even like other than slam like those three matches on slammiversary wrestling was kind of mid this week like it wasn't it wasn't nothing like great really happened Besides the Riddle and Roman match, I think that was probably the best. The Riddle and Roman and the the Zeke, the yeah. Zeke Elias thing. That's that's pretty much the highlight. I hate of wrestling to give WWE movie. credit for having the best shit, but I guess they kind of did. Uh, well, I guess uh, we'll just have to see Forbidden Door and see what happens. It's this Sunday, right? Yeah, it is Sunday. This Sunday. Uh, it's this Sunday. I think all the matches are set. I don't know. We'll see what happens if anything happens tomorrow. But uh, we'll probably spend a lot of time talking about Forbidden Door next uh, next week. If I mean, or maybe it'll suck and we'll spend very little time talking about it, like we did all the shows this week that we rushed through because it was all shit. Wrestling was shit though, this week. I will say though, and I don't like. There's things I I hate about both shows, but I do. I just always seem like I'm more entertained and pay more attention to AEW than I do WWE. It just keeps See, my interest more. It's it's back and forth to me because I I'm really only watching both shows for certain segments. Like with AEW, the only thing I'm watching for right now is like just to see who's coming out from New Japan because I know Forbidden Door is coming up, but. Like I like all with everybody hurt in AEW, man. I'm so like losing interest. I just want to back there. Yeah, they're just there's not there's no real storylines going on in AEW right now, and it kind of bothers me that it, it makes me tune out. Yeah, we need Omega back. You think he comes back for Forbidden Door? I mean, that would be a big deal, honestly. Because if he, he could probably come back at like the end like come out at the end or something, or maybe like make a surprise appearance to like back somebody up. Cause I don't, I guess the main event is going to be Moxley and Tanahashi. Well, like it would be a big deal because with him leaving Japan and going to AEW, it would almost be kind of like him showing up in new Japan again. Yeah. It's like, you haven't really heard him do anything with it. Like, out of all the cross promotion stuff, he's like the only guy that hasn't done anything with it. Yeah. Like he hasn't faced anybody from New Japan. No one from New Japan's really talked about him. So it's it's time, man. It's time for Kenny to come back. That would be definitely I think that the AEW needs it for sure. Definitely. But I think Punk should be back within at least a couple more weeks. And I don't know, like I don't know about Danielson, but I, I'm kind of with you. I kind of think they're just playing it safe. Yeah, that's all it is. They they want they want there to be you know completely no. They're not risk. WWE. They're not going to fucking yeah. force somebody to wrestle hurt. <laughs> and it's probably Danielson being safe too, man, with his history of it. He's like, yeah, I, mean, I think I'm gonna sit this one out, guys. So. It's not worth dying over, especially when you got fucking children and stuff. Well, all right, and I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap this episode up. Thanks, Ben, for joining us, our our only fan. 
<laughs> no big T this week. We didn't have yeah, big no tea. big T. That's all right. Well, maybe he'll watch it uh, later. He's been commenting a lot. Big Big T's a trooper. I know he'll uh, show us some love. But uh, check us out on uh, TikTok yeah. and definitely like and subscribe. Well, uh, Dustin's been pumping out the content on the TikTok, so my hat's off to you on that. We got over a thousand followers on TikTok, and now. I'm gonna I'm gonna start moving some of that stuff over to uh, to, to the, the YouTube shorts, shorts like that. Anything under a minute, so. Cool. All right then. Well, until next week. Keep it K-fabe.